I'm often asked by many people about how can I sell more with neuroscience. The short version is you can sell a lot more when you understand how people actually buy. And then you can piggyback on how they are actually making their decision to buy and join them and help them with that remainder of their buying decision. We'll get into what this actually looks like today. It's not about manipulating people and twisting arms to slam dunk a close. It's not about using the old techniques uh, where you're um, trying to convince a person to buy. And it's not about being pushy. Instead, it's about meeting people where they are in their buying decision and helping them with that remainder of their buying decision. And we'll look at the neuroscience of that. I'm Perry Sean, and I'm an award-winning business author, and I've been teaching the neuroscience of sales and leadership for 20 years. And I laugh at myself because it's gone by so quickly. And uh, a few years back, I was giving a presentation and the um, vice president of sales was in the back of the room. Uh, the individuals in the room were uh, 75 salespeople. And when I finished my presentation, the sales VP came up to speak with me. And she shared two things. Uh, and just give you some context, over the summer, we actually um, had been doing some sales coaching with our team to help them improve the results. At that point, before she spoke with me, I hadn't gotten the latest report. And so she came up to see me and she said, Perry, I don't know if you've heard yet, but we doubled our sales over the summer. And I'm thinking, great. And then she shared the words that I don't want to hear out of the mouth of a client. Um, and that is, I'm confused. And I said, well, why are you confused? And she shared that she had gone to speak with many of her team members to find out what my secret sauce was that caused the results to go up. And she couldn't figure it out because each one of them gave her different answers. And I said, well, would you like to know what the secret sauce is? It's three things. Every time I go into an organization, when the leader is looking for results within a short period of time, I'm looking to improve these three things. The three things, what are they? One is to improve the quality of the questions that you're asking. Why? Because the quality of your questions in determine the quality of the conversations, which determine the quality of the relationships, which determine the quality of your business and the volume of your business. Your sales questions are the GPS to your sales conversations. They will determine where you go and where you end up, all right? Number two is how you describe the experience of working with you, all right? And this, I've discovered, having worked with many sales teams, sizes of 100 plus, uh, and whether it's in person or on the phone or through virtual technology, teleconference technology, whatever, we've discovered that four sentences is what works best. And what I've done over the years is, you know, keep in touch with the research. I had four neuroscience grad students and we combed through the research and we're looking at what impacts a conversation based on the neuroscience. And then we test that in the environment with all of these particular uh, sales teams to see what works and what doesn't, what gets the best results. And what we've discovered is that once you get beyond the four sentence mark of explaining uh, what it is that you do, 
you lose people. And there's uh, some very specific things you can do there. And then finally, uh, it is develop a powerful referral strategy. And when I ask this question of many salespeople, tell me about your referral strategy, what I hear is exactly this, crickets. <laughs> and so therefore develop a referral strategy and you'll learn as we go through today uh, what it is specifically that you want to uh, discover uh, or why you want to actually use referrals. It's a, a major part of what will work. So here's the first piece of research uh, that much of people's buying decision is complete before they even speak with you. Yes, much of your client's buying decisions are complete before they speak with you. Uh, other research indicates that we actually make the decision unconsciously and as we're having the conversation with someone, it becomes more conscious. So let's say, and just to give some context, let's say that um, we'll give it some parameters. So if someone has 25% of their buying decision complete, that means 75% they probably won't buy, 25% they will, uh, and I would call this browsing. And then somebody who is 50-50, 50% they could buy, 50% they could not buy, they're window shopping, all right? And then the individual who is ready to buy, they just don't know which product, that would be the individual who is on a mission and they're at 75% of their buying decision complete. And then someone who is at 100%, that I call that a done deal, meaning that they know they're gonna buy and they know exactly which product. And that would be a description of my husband. When he goes in to buy uh, technology, he walks in and speaks to the salesperson. The salesperson goes into the back, brings out a box. My husband uh, looks at it, nods, the fella, I'll take my husband's credit card, and then next thing, my husband's out of the store with a bag with a receipt and his product inside of it, all right? So I call this the spectrum of buying, uh, going from zero to 100% of your buying decision complete. So let's take, for example, the suit that I'm wearing, all right? Um, when I was going to buy this suit, I knew I was going to buy a suit that day. I knew what kind of quality I wanted, so there were certain stores that I would go to. I, but I didn't know exactly which one. So was I at 25% of my buying decision complete? 50% of my buying decision complete, 100%, mm -mm. I was at 75%. I was on a mission, meaning I knew I was going to buy. I just didn't know which one. And that meant that the salesperson who was helping me uh, was to help me with additional reasons uh, of what I was basing my decision on. So what I'd like you to do in your mind is to choose a particular product uh, that you've purchased uh, in the last few years. It could be like me, a piece of clothing. It could be a piece of technology like my husband. Uh, it could be like one of my kids right now, uh, buying a car. Or it could be as big a, um, a item as a house. Just choose one that you purchased with the help of a salesperson, all right? That's the piece you want it to have the help of a salesperson. Now, were you at 75% of your buying decision complete? Were you at 100%, 50%? That's what we wanna know. And, and part of this is for you to recognize that you are further along in your buying decision that you than you probably recognize. 
when I ask this question of business audiences and they get to choose anything at all that they purchased with the help of a salesperson, the majority of the group, 80% or more, say they were on a mission, they were 75% of their buying decision complete. And the next largest group after that are the ones who are at 100% of their buying decision complete. So often the people who we're speaking with are further along in their buying decision than we realize. So here's a question for you. What percentage of your client's buying decisions, your typical client, buying decisions are complete before they speak with you? Are they at 25%? Are they at 75% like window shoppers? Or were, are they at 75%, so that was 50%, now we're at 75%, meaning that they're on a mission, they know they're gonna buy, they just don't know which thing, or are they 100% of their buying decision, all right? The majority of people, when I ask this question, are at the 75%, that most of their client base is at 75%. Now, if you're at a lower point than that, then that might indicate that you might want to consider shifting the actual um, the activities that you engage in because you may be engaging in activities, sales activities, that don't help move them along in that buying decision. So that's something that you may want to look at if that's the case, all right? So one of the things that you want to be aware of is that people, use criteria by which to base that decision on. And for you, it's helpful to know what that criteria is to help uh, you know what questions to ask, etc. All right. Now, there's another part of this that's quite interesting, is how your marketing and sales works together. So if I was to look at uh, my sales currently, and I'm having some sales conversations, and let's say they're bringing up, you know, topic A, B, and C as challenges for them, and I notice that A and C it keeps on turning up in my conversations, then what you would want to do is take that from your sales conversation and use it to inform your marketing. That will help you uh, then next time you're having conversations, let's say in the next month, you will have moved them further along in their buying decision because that is what will help you immensely with making sure that your conversations are that much more productive, all right? And then we'll look at, um, you really want to work with people um, to better understand what's going on for them internally. All right, so let's look at uh, a time in which you were given a referral and where were you in your buying decision with that? So a few years back, I was given a referral to a, a doctor by a friend of mine who is actually a former um, medical general of another uh, state. And so his recommendation when he said, I'm going to give you, I'm going to introduce you to the best doctor uh, in your city and Toronto. I, when I picked up that phone to call her office, you can imagine where I was in my buying decision. I had a hundred percent of my buying decision complete. The receptionist probably couldn't have done anything that would have caused me to choose not to move forward. All right. 
Uh, I'd like you to think about a professional service of some kind that you were referred to, whether it be like me, a doctor or a, um, let's say, a, an accountant or a lawyer or a uh, dentist, a chiropractor, a realtor, could be any professional service of any kind that you were given a referral to and you called, all right? And before you before you called that office, so just as you're picking up that phone, what percentage of your buying decision was complete before you spoke to that individual or their staff? Okay. Majority of people are at 100% of their buying decision complete before they speak to someone else when they're given a referral. A referral is a very powerful thing. There's some other statistics that might be of interest to you as well. That the lifetime value of a new referral client is 16% higher than a client that's non-referred. Hmm. And that each referred client gives an average of this. Get this. They give an average of 2.86 referrals. So if you have someone who comes not, not from referral, they're not as likely to give a referral. But then you also, when the person speaks with you, they're more likely to be at 100%. So that means your conversations are that much more effective and efficient. It makes your conversations go that much better. So, and also allows you to have an ongoing flow of clients. This is one of the most effective and efficient ways to grow your business is through a referral process. It's not the only thing you do, but it's one, if you want results immediately, it's one of the most effective ways. And if you want something, there's, um, and this may date me a little bit, there was a commercial that was, you know, and she told two friends and she told two friends and she told two friends. Um, that's the way in which it works with referrals. It's just 2.86, uh, but you can round it down to the two. Um, and then add to that, that you've got that 16% more. So you're actually creating a really strong foundation for your business when you do that, all right? And let's define what selling is. Selling is about helping others with their buying decisions. It's not about being pushy. It's not about twisting arms. It's simply about helping them with their buying decision, which makes it a lot easier for them by which to join you. So now let's look at how does this work with, say for example, a cold call. So if you're cold calling, which I don't recommend by the way, typically people are at zero or if you're really lucky, they might be at 25%, okay? And then in the conversation, your goal is to create interest, right? But if they come from a website or from social media of some kind, they, if they're reaching out to you, typically they'll be at 50 to 75% of, the, um, uh, of their buying decision and you're discovering their interest, all right? Yet if they come from referrals, they're typically at 100%. Usually when I ask that question, the uh, of business audiences, typically they're at 100%. Uh, 80% of the group will be at that point, And the next largest group is 75%, all right? And this is where you're just confirming interest. So it changes the nature of your conversations and it makes it far more effective and efficient as a result, all right? Um, 
So let's look at, if you were wanting to ask a question, the first question that you ask in your conversations is pivotal, all right? That is the question that you ask at the beginning will make a big difference to where you end up in the conversation. So let me just give you an example. You want to be able to ask that first question and link it to where they came from. So let's say, for example, your client uh, reached out to you from LinkedIn. Then you might ask something like, what was it in my profile that caused you to reach out? Then they're going to share, well, it was because of this, this, and this. Then you know what's important to them. Or if they come from referral, what was it that whoever gave the referral, let's say it's Samir. So uh, what was it that Samir said that caused you to reach out? And that, um, that, makes the difference in terms of where you take your conversation uh, going forward. So uh, consider using that as your means of going forward. I trust that you found this helpful today. And remember that there's few things to keep in mind, that you're actually helping people with their buying decisions. They've already made a good part of their buying decision before they speak with you. And remember, they're making it unconsciously. And that your job is to meet them where they are and move forward. And ideally, you want to have the conversation with them as far along as possible in the conversation. If you found today helpful, uh, please join us in my Facebook group. It's called Selling with Science and Soul. Again, that's called Selling with Science and Soul where we talk about the neuroscience of buying and selling. So buying what goes on inside of a client's brain, selling is what you do to meet them where they are and help them with the remainder of that buying decision. And we also have, um, we look at the ways in which are the most effective ways to build your sales strategy so that you are engaging in sales activities that allow your clients to be furthest along in their buying decision so you make your business all that much more effective and efficient. I hope you'll choose to join us. See you in Selling with Science and Soul.